0: My name is Latoya and I want to welcome you back to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. I pray this podcast is a blessing to your life and today I'm going to jump right in and talk about three things that will block your prayers many of us we want to make sure that god is hearing our prayers and i want to make sure you are aware of some things that can actually hinder your prayers and these are some very important things to know some very important things to keep in mind so that your prayers are not hindered all right first we're going to kick off with the first thing that will hinder your prayer And it is unforgiveness. You will be surprised and amazed at how unforgiveness can block Your prayers when you go to pray to God. So, Matthew 6, verse 9, talks about the Lord's Prayer. And if we jump to Matthew 6, verse 12, it says, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So, God is so serious about us forgiving others as He has forgiven us. It's only fair, it's only right that God has forgiven us of our sins. And so in that same manner, he is requiring that we forgive others. I want you to turn with me to a parable in Matthew 18. And we're going to start at verse 15. And this parable is so good. And it talks about unforgiveness. And actually, we're going to start verse 22. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. So Peter was asking Jesus, how many times should we forgive someone who sinned against us? How many times should we forgive them? And verse 22 says, not just seven times, but up to 70 times seven. And he begins to tell them a parable. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him saying, master, have patience with me and I will pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion. I love this because when you are looking to forgive someone, God will put compassion on your heart because it takes a lot of compassion to forgive people that have wronged you. So verse 27 says, then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him and forgave him the debt. I don't know about you, but God has forgiven me of so many things because of his compassion, because of his love towards me and his love towards us. And I'm so grateful. Grateful for the forgiveness of God. And many times as Christians, as believers, we really want God to forgive us. I don't know about you, but if I do something that wrongs God, or that's not pleasing to the Lord, I really want his forgiveness available to me. And many times we want God to forgive us but we do not want to forgive other people. And so that's why this is so important because as God forgives us, he's requiring us to forgive other people. And so even in the Lord's prayer in that same passage in the same breath, it says, forgive us our sins. As we forgive others, it's in the same breath. And I think that is so important. So if we jump back to Matthew, 18, verse 27, it says, then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him and forgave him the debt. Verse 28, but that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat saying, pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him saying, have patience with me and I will pay you all. And so this person in this parable is crying out for forgiveness, the same way that the person was crying out for forgiveness to his master. And verse 30 says, and he would not, but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. Aren't you grateful today about how God handles us? God handles us with such care and such compassion. And sometimes we don't handle people the same way that God has handled us. And I want to pause and talk about even first Corinthians verse 13. It talks so much about love and the fact that love is keeps no record of wrongdoing. And I want to challenge you that if you're struggling with certain things that you don't keep a record of wrongdoing. That's a part of the love of God. There's certain things that you cannot change that happened in the past, and the love of God is saying that you don't hold on to those things. You don't keep a record, but you ask God to work in your heart that you can begin to release these records that many of us keep, we keep records of what people have done to us. We keep record of how people have wronged us. And it's so hard to forgive when we're holding on to the past, when we're holding on to what they have done. And I know there's many extreme cases of of just very serious, violent things that people have done. And it's very, very hard to forgive. But I want to encourage you and challenge you to continue to seek God to move on your heart, that you will be able to forgive and to fully release people because God will deal with them when you release them. But it is so hazardous to your prayer life and your walk with God. If you hold on to unforgiveness. All right, back to Matthew chapter 18, verse 30. And he would not but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what had been done, they were very grieved and came and told their master all that had been done. Then his master After he had called him said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt, because you begged me, should you not also have compassion on your fellow servant? just as I had pity on you. And so what we learn from this parable, the same way that God has mercy on us the same way we cry out to God for forgiveness, and we want to be forgiven. God is saying that same mercy, you should show to someone else that same mercy. And I don't know about you, but I love to be forgiven. Whenever I've done something wrong, or I do something wrong. I don't like to know that I've not been forgiven. I always want to be forgiven. And many of us are like that and it it's so much easier to receive forgiveness than it is to dish it out. I want to pause and say that again. It is so much easier to receive forgiveness than it is to dish it out. And so so many times we are on the receiving end of wanting to receive the forgiveness of God. But we're just like this person in this parable that even though we've received the forgiveness of God, we want to hold other people accountable. And we want to just tie them up and throw them into prison. And we want to hold on to them instead of showing them the same mercy and grace and forgiveness that God has shown unto us. And so again, unforgiveness is something that can truly block your prayer life. There was a time in my life that I didn't even realize that I had unforgiveness in my heart to a person. And I went to go and pray and the Holy Spirit arrested me and let me know you have unforgiveness in your heart. And I thank God for that because that unforgiveness would have completely blocked and hindered my prayer. So much so that Jesus put that into the Lord's prayer. He said, this is how you should pray. Forgive me as I forgive others. And so when you really learn and study um, unforgiveness, you know that unforgiveness can truly block not only what God wants to do in your life, but it can block your prayers in such a real way. So when you pray, cry out to God, ask God to give you a heart of compassion. Sometimes we struggle with that because forgiving people takes a lot of humility, because in our pride, we want to hold on to the injustice that has been done to us. We we deserve to be um, bitter, we feel like we deserve to hold on to offenses. But when we humble ourselves, and we give these things to the Lord, and we know that the Lord will fight our battles it takes a lot of humility to be able to forgive and and truly let go of the bitterness or the hurt or the unforgiveness that we feel entitled to sometimes in this passage in this parable as well he did owe the guy money the guy was entitled to the money and so when we forgive it's not because we're not entitled to the injustice that's been done to us. And we want people to pay for the wrong that they have done, but we have to trust God that he will show up on our behalf and that he will fight for us and that we don't have to fight this battle on our own. And so humility, unforgiveness takes a lot of humility because it's saying, God, I release this person into your hands and I give everything to you. And I'm trusting that vengeance belongs to the Lord. And so that will truly, truly bless our lives when we learn the power of not holding on to unforgiveness. Our second point of things that can block your prayer, of course, is sin, unrepented sin. And so when you have sin in your life, whatever form of sin, of course, unbelief is a sin, unforgiveness is a sin, uh, lust, all these things, they are sins. And so what happens when we pray, we have to pray a prayer of repentance. We have to ask the Lord, search our hearts and then make sure that you are not holding on to things that you know are sinful in your lives. And Psalms puts it like this, Psalm chapter 66, verse 18, David said, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. And then verse 19 says but certainly god has heard me he has attended to the voice of my prayer and so it's really simple when we go to pray if there's anything in our hearts anything 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 we have to ask the holy spirit search our hearts take away any form of sin any form of iniquity meaning that there's something that you purposely know you're not supposed to be doing but you're doing it anyway and that's something that will truly hinder your prayers. Because when we come before God, we don't want to come before God any type of way. But we want to live a life that is pleasing to him. We want to live a life that is pure in the sight of God. It doesn't mean that we are perfect. It doesn't mean that we'll always get things right. But we are on purpose trying to live after God. We're not out here purposely doing a bunch of crazy things, knowing that it's not pleasing to God, but still. Uh, asking God to hear our prayers. And so Psalm talks about that, that if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. So we have to deal with and get rid of that iniquity. And God is faithful and just that when we confess our sins, when we confess our faults before him, that he will hear us and he will lead us into the path of righteousness. All right. Our third point is praying outside of God's will that will block your prayers that will block your prayers when you pray things that go against the will of god can i testify and say that i am so grateful for some prayers that the lord has blocked because they were not the will of god for my life (laughs) and the older you get you realize there's some things that you may have prayed for that would have messed your life up because they were not god's will and so you have to be okay sometimes when god doesn't answer your prayer because it may not be god's will for your life and if you really want god's will for your life then you'll be okay with that because your prayer should be god whatever your will is whatever your best is whatever your plan is for my life then that's what i want so james 4 verse 3 it says you ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. And so it talks about when you're asking God for something, you're asking for it, but it's not God's will, you're asking amiss. And that's something that can block your prayer. So a lot of times we're praying things and we don't know, but the things that we're praying for may not be God's plan or God's will, and so that will cause your prayers to be blocked or to be hindered so you would simply pray god i pray for your will to be done i pray for your will to be done in my life i pray that you will show me the things that you want me to pray for or to pray into and a lot of times in our lives when we're serious about seeking the lord god will show us his will for our lives and then we can pray into that we can pray into what god has shown us for example god has entrusted me with a business And it's called a weight Christian clothing. And so because I know that this business is the will of God, I'm able to pray for God's will for God's blessing, because this is already something that he's put on my heart to do. And so when we're praying, we have to be intentional and purposeful to pray for whatever is the will of God to not just pray amiss or aimlessly, but praying on purpose into what God has put into our hearts so those are just three things that can hinder and and really block your prayer life and i want to help you i want to encourage you so that you can deal with these areas and see answers to your prayers and see god move in such a rich mighty way in your prayer life once these issues are dealt with and if you have not caught our podcast on three tips of effective prayer make sure you go back and learn the tips that will help your prayer life to be effective So I just want to close this podcast in a word of prayer. God, I pray for those today that may be struggling with unforgiveness. Lord, I pray that you would just continue to fill their hearts with compassion, that you would just take away any areas of hurt or pride or bitterness that will cause them to want to hold on to these things. And God, sometimes it's a tough process to forgive but i pray that they will fully submit to that process of forgiveness and god as always we pray holy spirit that you will search our hearts for anything that's in our lives that we have not repented of or things that we know that are not pleasing to your sight we just pray like david prayed in psalms 51 that you will purge us with hyssop wash us and we will be white as snow and so god let a purging take place in our hearts and in our lives and lord i pray for an ear to hear what the will of god is that as we pray we will not pray amiss we will not pray all over the place but we will pray for your will we will pray intentionally and on purpose for your will to take place in our lives. Bless, strengthen, and encourage each and every person that is tuning into this podcast. I pray that you will take their prayer life to another level and that they will continue to draw close unto you and you will draw close unto them. We thank you for your word that has power. We thank you for your resurrection power operating in our lives. And we thank you, God, that we are able to pray without ceasing. And so Lord, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise, we magnify your name in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at prayer is breathing. Also, you can join our Facebook group at prayer is breathing. And if you have any prayer requests, we would love to pray for you. You can send those prayer requests to Prayer is breathing at gmail.com. Also, if you want any prayer gear, you can follow us at Awake Christian Clothing. I pray that you will have a blessed day. And thanks again for tuning in. Till next time.